Yo, what is good, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, and we we did it, man. We did it. We had a we had a winning day. It was felt really good, man. I missed I missed everybody. I missed winning. It it, it had been really quite some time, and um, I'm still kind of struggling to really like figure out like what exactly was going wrong, like. Uh, it's been a definitely a more busy time in my life. It's definitely been a slightly more stressful time in my life, but I've capped under stress before. I've been stressed and capped before, so I think it was just a, a rough patch where where things were happening a little bit differently than I saw it. Um, but hopefully, we put that behind us, man. We we hopefully put that behind us. Obviously, I, I didn't record yesterday. There was only one game, and I was sitting there all day, like. Just take the day off. Just take the day off. There's no need. But then I'm looking at it, and it's like, dude, the Pistons plus eight makes a lot of sense today. Like, they make a lot of sense today. And I just couldn't. I I kept coming back to it. Like, dude, you got to, like, this is a play. You got to play this. And so we played it. And then the more I looked, I, I looked and see Wood was um, 15 and a half points as well. And, and I was like, all right, he had a bad game last game. He's playing against his former team in Detroit, against his former coach. Like, that's three things. Line it up uh, with a decently low line, right? Like, it wasn't like it was like 17 and a half, 18 and a half. Um, <clears throat> so I played it. I played it. Um, and, and I'm glad I did. We, we were able to grab both of them. Um, and what are we now? 73 and 63, 4.5 units. So um, feel good, guys. Hopefully that kind of. Locks us back into a rhythm, um, and I have a couple plays already locked in today. We got a big, big slate. Um, three plays locked in, couple of leans that we'll talk through too. That you know may potentially get added, um, but let's do this, guys. I, I, I'm really feeling like this is the start of a run again. In the, with an NBA season, it's or capping an NBA season, it's like a, it's like an NBA game, man. Uh, there's runs, right? And just because you're up 20 in the second quarter. And give up your lead, and and now they're down only five or whatever it is. Doesn't mean that you just stop playing, right? You you continue to play, and eventually, it, it, if you're doing your job, it, it'll turn. So hopefully, <clears throat> we're set up for a nice little run here. But I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling good. We got the uh, first game of the day is the Wizards and the Hornets, and the Hornets are a uh, a for sure lean for me today here at plus the three points. I would definitely love three and a half, um, but I, I, I lean the Hornets here today. So let's get into why. First things first, uh, Wizards getting most of the money, 66% of the bets. I don't, you know, blame the public. Um, the Hornets, I feel like, are just a team that's, you know, looking pretty bad um, lately. And so I, I think you, they've popped up with, um, Plenty of bad box scores, um, and I, I think people are seeing it. You know, most recently a 35-point L. Um, but this line implies a six-point difference, and I just don't know that I can get there. Um, the Hornets of late have played pretty decently at the crib. Don't get me wrong. Uh, they they still lost to the Pacers. Um, but the last two home games, they beat the Sixers. It was a tough spot for the Sixers, right? They had no Joel, no Maxi, no Harden. Um, on top of that, it was like, a back-to-back and like third and four. Um, and But they also beat the Timberwolves, who, again, struggling a little bit as of now, but still a 
I would say, a slightly above average team, right? And so you have those both as reference points. Then you have the fact that they just played the wish, they played the Wizards twice this season, lost both times. And again, I know to some people that would kind of make it uh, like a, well, dude, they just own them, right? And, and who knows? Maybe, maybe that's the case. But to me, my where my mind goes is, you've played a team twice, you've lost to them twice. Let's get one. We're the, the the team that's lost twice comes in a little bit hungrier. And I still like what I've seen from Steve Clifford and, and what he's been able to do with this group. Again, they 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 don't have a good record. They're not a good team, but they play hard. And they do have some guys here. And you look on the other side of the Wizards, they're not a bad team. Again, I, I'd have them as the most average team in the league. Um, but, I mean, you look, they've lost four out of the last five um, on the road. Uh, actually, all all, they, all those losses were on the road. Their one one was at home. Um, they beat my. They lost to Miami twice on the road. They lost to Boston on the road. They lost to the Nets on the road. And they're not a bad team by any means. But it's hard for me to envision a six-point difference here. I, I do think the Hornets very very much could win this game, and, and I could see this being a one-possession game that gets decided late. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this eventually gets to three and a half, which is where I'd kind of come in and buy. I would say I'd make the Wizards maybe three and a half-ish points better. Maybe four if you're really pushing it. Maybe four and a half. I think there's a little bit of extra value that you can squeeze off here with the Hornets. Um, and that's that's just kind of how I'm seeing this one. Next game is the Heat and the Celtics. I took the Heat uh, plus eight and a half last night. It's down to seven. I think seven, I I like. Still probably off this, though. But um, I, I know what you guys are probably thinking. Like, why are you fading the Celtics? And this is, like, such a rare spot. I'm, I, I don't know the next time I'm going to fade the Celtics. Everything just kind of lines up here, and so I had to take it. Especially like when I took it, the books hadn't reacted to to Jimmy yet. Um, Jimmy had literally there was all over all over social media. There was videos and pictures of him flying. He literally made a video like Heat Nation, like I'm on my way to Boston, like it's been too long, let's go Heat. And the line was still at eight and a half. There's no official report on Jimmy, um, and so I was like, all right, this line's gonna move. But on top of that, not it's not only that. <clears throat> on top of that, and this hasn't worked out recently. Um, but I think in, in in the big picture, in general, this trend is something to look at. Um, the a team playing a, a team that they just played again. How do I phrase this? It's not even that complicated. But when two teams play twice and one team loses the first game, it's generally that second game they're coming in hard. They're coming in hard, and they still may lose, but it's generally going to be a good performance. Rarely are you going to have a, a bad performance in the second game of a two-game set in which you lost the first game. And in that first game, too, then we get to the actual basketball court. It was a close game. Uh, the Heat were there, right? The, the Heat were absolutely there, and the Celtics going to run late. Um, and so you just have everything you'd want here, right, in a, in a spot. You have revenge just from having lost to them a day ago, you have your best player coming back, which a lot of times can actually kind of ruin the flow. But in this case, Jimmy Butler's not really this ball dominant player. He can fill in. He's just a winning player who's going to provide defense, energy, um, and creation. It's not even just about the scoring for him, right? So you have that. Um, 
And then on top of that, this Heat team lost to the Celtics this was in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. So you have really all the motivation you'd need to put a really good performance together. And then on top of that, the basketball side of things, this was a close game that just got pushed late. So for me, I locked in the Heat plus eight and a half. I feel really good about it. Um, uh, I, I know Jay Money's on it. He loves it too. Again, we play ex- only what we like. We're never going to play things based off of what other people are playing because that's how you, that's how you get fucked up, right? Like you got to play what you like. You have to play what you like because at the end of the day, like it's you, right? Like if, if you're just obviously, you know, I'll tell people in other sports, but I'm saying if you are betting based off of your own knowledge, you have to play what you like, but it all also feels good when there are other cappers that you know are successful um, on that same play. So he, Plus eight and a half. I love it. Um, and I think I think this is a grinded out game. I really do. And I would not be surprised at all if the Heat win this game. I, I wouldn't. Right. I'd, be, I'd be slightly surprised, but it wouldn't shock me is what I'm saying. All right. Next game, Lakers-Bucks. Uh, this is the lean the Lakers way. Um, to me, it's it's just like the, the reason why I haven't played it yet is uh, I haven't watched a lot of Lakers lately. They're not a super fun team to me. Um, but... Based off of you know everything we've seen, they've they've been trending up. The, the 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 thing is for me, you look at the wins, right? And they've won six out of the last eight. A lot of these wins are against mad teams. Uh, the Brooklyn win was cool, but even that Brooklyn win was, um, you know, without Kyrie, I believe. Ben Simmons wasn't like fully in in it yet. No, no, Ben Simmons wasn't even playing. Uh, Detroit at home, the Spurs three three of the wins were against the Spurs. Uh, and then the Blazers without Dame and Josh Hart. Um, you know, the two best teams that they played, the the Suns and the Pacers, they lost both those games. So it's hard for me to to really balance, like, hey, where are we at? But at the end of the day, since Braun and AD are, have both been back and playing, they've been a decent team. Um, meanwhile, you look at the Bucks, and they're a really good team. Uh, I think they'll continue to be a really good team. But they're not... To me, I haven't quite seen the dominant version that I think we can see with this Bucks team. Chris Middleton comes back, and you know how we just talked about the star player thing with, with Jimmy Butler. I think in this case, it is somewhat apl- applicable um, because Chris Middleton is a guy who demands the ball a little bit more. He is a guy where his number one impact on a game is, in general, his scoring. So uh, I'm not going to say, oh, Chris Middleton's going to fuck everything up and they're going to look terrible. Uh, but there's definitely an adjustment period to when you've played 20 or so basketball games without a high usage player and then he comes back is an adjustment period for for every single other player in that on that team besides maybe Giannis and even for Giannis a little bit. I, I don't think, again, it's not the end of the world. I don't think that this now means all these guys are going to play worse. Um, but there's definitely an adjustment period is all I'm saying. And this is a big number, but I get it, right? The Bucks are a really good team. And when they are locked in and clicking, they they can uh, they can run away with games. They they can blow teams out. But I do think more often than not, the Lakers keep this in this relatively close range. Um, and I think I would probably have this at seven and a half. Um, so there's some slight value here on the Lakers. Here, I, I I really do think I would probably put this at seven and a half. I like eight and a half for the Lakers here. It's a lean. Haven't played it yet, but. Um, it's definitely something I'm going to continue to monitor throughout the day. Next game, Nuggets and Hawks. Um, Hawks just dealing with a bunch of injuries. Um, DeAndre Hunter's out. Trey Young's questionable. Um, let me see. Do we have a John Collins? 
John Collins is out. Justin Holiday out. DeAndre Hunter out. Trent Forrest out. Trey Young, Frank Kaminsky, Jalen Johnson, Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich are all questionable. Um, I believe everyone on the Nuggets is good to go besides Michael Porter Jr. That's why you're seeing the Nuggets here as four-point favorites. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm i going to stay off this one. Um, I, I think the Nuggets make the most sense here for sure. Right? Like, I'm not a not a big fan of the Hawks. You guys know this. Um, the Nuggets, I definitely trust more than the Hawks. But really, anytime you're betting on a Western Conference team to go on into the East Coast um, and take care of business, it's tough. It's a it's a tough ask. So, um, yeah, for me, definitely, I'd lean Nuggets here. Um, but really, you don't know what's going to gonna happen. And let's say you do hit the Nuggets minus four now. If Trey suits up, right, if Capella suits up, if these guys suit up, it, it's going to come down. So um, it's just a guessing game that I, I'm not really interested in playing right now. Next game, Raptors and Nets. And I'm seeing a lot of – a lot of good cappers in the industry on the Raptors here today. Uh, I I don't really know. Like, it, it's come down from two and a half. Uh, I think, let's see, what, what did it open at? It opened at Raps plus three. Apparently, like, th- this is just, you know, pure public. But apparently, the, the, the bet split is split 50-50. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of like sharp cappers uh, in the industry on the Raptors. I, I'm seeing a lot of Raptors plus two and a half, Raptors plus two, and, and it's come down to one and a half. So obviously, you know, the books have taken some sharp action on the Raptors here today. At this point, I, to be very honest with you, I would take the Nets. Now, I, I would guess that the two main reasons pointing to the Raptors are um, one, the Raptors just got smacked last game. Like it was an ugly performance. They ended up kind of making a run late. Um, but it was just an ugly-ass performance coming in um, to the last game. And then, two, it's a revenge game. They got smacked up at home by the Nets. But in that game, they didn't have Fred. They didn't have Scotty. I don't even think they had – no, they didn't have Pascal. It was like a bare-bones version of the Raptors. We were actually on the Nets in that game, and it was just like, dude, the, the, the Nets just have way more talent. And they came in, took care of business, and it, it was a blowout win. So I think that's what most people are looking at. Um, but this Nets team is kind of – they're a hard read right now. They are, but I, I do think this is a team that can do some damage. Uh, I, obviously, you want Ben Simmons in, and he's out. Uh, but anytime you have a team with Kyrie and Kevin Durant and they're, they're led by them, you're going to be in some games, man. And, and it's not like that – it's not like this Nets team doesn't have talent around him, right? Joe Harris is a sniper. He's still figuring it out right now, but he's a sniper. Royce O'Neal is a good 3 and D guy. Uh, Seth Curry, a good off the bench guy. They should get TJ Warren back tonight. Uh, Nick Claxton's playing well for them. So at this point, I, for a full game, I would I would rather take the Nets here. If I'm being completely honest, I would rather take the Nets here. But I do think the Raptors are going to come out with some energy here today. Um, you know, you just really bad game in, in, in New Orleans. Um, and you got blown out by this team a, about a week and a half ago. So I get it. I don't feel comfortable enough betting the the Raptors plus one and a half. I don't. I, I do think this Nets team is is honestly a pretty damn good team. Um, and, and I think they got some weapons. And it's not just, you know, Katie and Kyrie can keep you in any game, but it's not like it's just those two, right? Like there are definitely other guys that contribute to, to playing winning basketball on this team. So for me, if anything, I think my favorite look in this game is Raptors first quarter. Um, obviously, it would have been a, a little bit better. Uh, when it was plus three, it's probably, you know, let me, I mean, I can check. It's probably first quarter, like plus one with a little bit of juice. 
like 115, 120 maybe. Or maybe it's plus a half, honestly, at this point. Let's pull it up. It's probably plus a half, to be honest. Yeah, okay, plus a half. Uh, let me check my other book. Maybe it's different. Do, do, do. Plus half minus 115 there. So, yeah, I got plus 110. Uh, I, I think that makes the most sense is, is plus half. I think they come out uh, pretty strong here today. Again, the Nets off of a win, um, right, that this is not like a crazy motivation spot for them. Uh, I, I like the Raptors first quarter is what, where I'm looking. Next game, Magic and Cavs, uh, 10.5 point uh, favorites for the Cavaliers at home, and I get it, right? Cavs are playing good basketball. Um, hold on, sorry, I just got some notifications. Let me take care of this. All right, sorry, back to the Magic Cavs. Uh, you guys know I'm a big Magic guy, man. I, I really believe in this uh, in this core, this young group moving forward. Um, but it, it's clear right now that there's there's some some definite tanking going on, man. Um, we were on the magic last game. I was so pumped, right? Raquel comes back. Cole Anthony comes back. First off, Cole Anthony, uh, looked terrible. Um, I think that's safe to say. I think Kel looked rusty. Um, but you, you can see what's going on there. Uh, it, it's just tough right now because, you know, Kel's on, uh, Kel and Cole are both going to be on minutes limits, uh, minutes limit. And, Without Wendell Carter, you just see they, they really don't have a center without Wendell Carter. And it makes really their, – their defense is so bad at the back line. I love Bull Bull, and I love what he does. Um, and he's a great weak side rim protector. He's not a guy that is at this point strong enough to stand in there and, and defend the rim just by being there, right? He, he's, he's easily able to get moved off of his line. Um, he's easily able to be manipulated in the pick and roll when he's defending the big. Um, and so you're seeing there's just hemorrhaging points at the rim, and that's what it's been. And then on top of that, uh, this is where I think the tanking comes in. It's not like even with all these bodies that they have down, they've got plenty of really good guys. Like, right? So I, I would be playing, I would be staggering Franz, I'd be staggering Palo. But you saw last game, there's a like a seven minute stretch where the lineup on the court was like Terrence Ross, Admiral Schofield, Caleb Houston. Uh, Mo Wagner, and so even if the last guy's Franz, like that's just not good enough if you're going to run that lineup for a decent amount of minutes. Um, and Jamal, I think, knows what he's doing, right? Like, I really think if they were trying to win all these games, that lineup doesn't see that many minutes. Maybe you give it two to three minutes. Um, but I think with Kel, with Cole, with Paolo, with Franz, you can always have probably two of them on the floor. Um, with bull even right like you've got to mix in i think just some better lineups and that last game just showed me like that's just not i don't think grinding out and winning some of these games right now is not a priority priority at least maybe till they get back right when when markel's at full minutes when jalen suggs is back when jonathan isaac's back um it may be a little different but for now i can't trust him with what i saw in that last game and now you got gary harris out too so so you're getting a really good team. I, I love this Magic. I'm sure I'll be on them at some point, uh, but now's just not the time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stay off this one. And if if anything, uh, I'd probably lean the Cavs here. This is a really good basketball team that you know more often than not shows up uh, over the course of 48 minutes. They're definitely gonna go on some runs. Magic may answer back with some of their own, but uh, I would not feel comfortable at all betting the Magic here today. 
Uh, but it's just not quite enough to bet. You know, if I'm betting a ten and a half point spread, I gotta really love it. La- not last game, next game, Sixers and Grizzlies. Uh, definitely lean the Sixers here. It doesn't seem uh, like Tobias Harris is gonna play today. I I don't know is he officially questionable or doubtful. I think he's questionable. Um, but I still lean this the Sixers here today. Uh, I'm I'm just not sold on this Memphis Grizzlies team. Right. I think right now they're just they're just average. Um. To, to be completely honest, I, I just have them as a completely average team w- without Desmond Bain. And I think they just need – they're they're super reliant on, on Jaw, and I don't think the defense uh, on, on any given night is good enough right now. Yes, it's great that Jaron's back. Yes, Dylan Brooks you know, and Tyus Jones are good. Um, I just I – mean, I mean, you look since Bain went – has been out – it's been very hit or miss. It's been, it's absolutely been very hit or miss. Um, you know, in New Orleans, lose by double digits. Cool, you get a win uh, against OKC. Then you go into Brooklyn, lose. Back at home against the Kings, lose. Two big wins at home, uh, or one big one at home against the Pels. Go to New York, win a very tight game. Then you go to Minnesota and lose. Uh, I know they're much better at home. That is where they play their best basketball. But at the end of the day, the Philadelphia 76ers have Joel Embiid, and they've been playing pretty good basketball. You know, so they're coming off a big blowout loss against the Cavs. Before that, had won three in a row. Before that, have won seven out of nine. Um, and you you have actual – even if Tobias doesn't suit up, Shake Milton is playing really big for them, like really good minutes. DeAnthony Melton's playing really good minutes for them. P.J. Tucker is P.J. Tucker. Um George's Niang, Daniel House, Paul Reed. Like they, they have guys to step up uh, and at least be in the rotation and, and help, right? And, and all you really have to do is give Joel just enough help. I don't think he's going to have two bad games in a row. He had a pretty bad game against a, t- <coughs> a tough Cavs defense. Um, Jaron Jackson and Steven Adams are actually pretty good. Um, and their defense has, has turned it up a little bit since, obviously, since Jaron's back. But uh, to me, five is too much, man. I, I honestly. Without Tobias, maybe I make it three and a half, four, maybe. It's sitting at five. I, I've seen some five and a halves at, at certain points um, in the market. So I, I would lean Sixers here for sure. I, I really think with Joel Embiid, there's not that big of a difference. And you look, I, th- I think the Grizzlies are still somewhat. I know they're 12 and nine and have dealt with plenty of injuries. They deserve their respect and they're not a bad team. I'm not sitting here saying they're a bad team, but I still think they're kind of riding the high of last year in terms of the, the respect the books are giving them. Bain is a huge, huge piece for this team. Um, and Jaw just doesn't – Jaw's good. Jaw's amazing. He's elite. I, I don't think Jaw's in perfect health right now. I don't think he's 100%. So, uh, And I know, obviously, Joel isn't either. But Joel is such a dominant force. I think he's enough to, to keep this game, you know, relatively close tonight and, and to the point where you're coming down to the wire with this being a one or two possession game and, and just kind of seeing how that – how that plays out okay next game pelicans and spurs um i would lean pelicans here but it's just the it's just a scary bet right it goes against everything uh you you have two sides of the coin here the basketball side and then the spot the spot is a spurs spot right the pelicans are riding high they're beating teams left and right cj's back um which again you're throwing a star player back into the mix Spurs are terrible, right? They just can't buy one. Again, we talked about, like, y- you just – oh, my gosh. No, sorry, guys. My I just got a fantasy football update that 
doesn't isn't good for me. But um, anyways, back to the task at hand. You're looking at the Spurs, and it's just it's awful. It's awful right now. We talked about it. it's they they could be playing the worst basketball in the league, um, which is a bummer because they they came in playing pretty good basketball. They won one game in all of November, um, and, I, and we look at this recent stretch. Right, um, let's start with. Uh, so we actually, we backed them at home against Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee was down all their guys. Um, and the Spurs had all their guys and they got a big dub for us. They cashed it since that point, 37.0 in golden state, 7.0 L in Portland actually pushed may have cashed. I think it closed seven and a half, 18.0 L in Sacramento, uh, 22.0 L against the Clippers, uh, 31.0 L against the Lakers. Uh, 19 point L against the Spurs, uh, 11 point L at home against the Lakers, come back 5 point L against the Lakers, didn't cover either of those games. And then Oklahoma City after four or three days off, right? You're like, all right, let's go three days off. No SGA for the Thunder up, like literally up like 20 in the first half, 8 point L. So it's like, dude, I mean, they've given us a whole damn month of data of them sucking. This Pelicans team is playing good basketball, but dude, this a hundred percent could be a, a point in the season where it like shit turns or they play, you know, they, they, ca- all they need to do is catch kind of a rhythm tonight. And then they're kind of here. But, but to me, this, this Spurs team is just so ass right now. They just don't play defense. They don't play defense and the offense right now is not good enough to make up for it. It's, it's a terrible defense right now. So it's, it's Pelicans are nothing for me, man. I, I really like the way the Pelicans they, they've kind of caught their win. They had a they started off November a little bit slow, uh, but they've definitely caught their wind of late. So um Pelicans are nothing for me here today, but I am riding Trey Murphy uh over 15 and a half points, minus 120. Uh we were on it last game. Well, we were on his points, but we parlayed his points and rebounds plus one sixty hit for us. Um honestly don't hate that if you want to go it again, but again, it's a little bit higher now. Um Trey Murphy, when he's in the starting lineup, he just hoops. Uh, I know CJ's back, but honestly, CJ's a good passer. Um, and Trey's just going to get his shots no matter what. No Brandon Ingram. He's going to play 33 to 36 minutes like he's been doing. Um, and you just got to hit the open shots. And, and honestly, it's not like he's just a stand-in-the-corner shooter. He can absolutely still get to the rim. He's actually taking the technical free throw. Ah, CJ probably will take him now that he's back. But um, just not going to overthink this. 20-plus points in the last three games. Spurs, a horrific defense, right? A absolutely horrific defense. I'm gonna ride with the Spurs, or I'm gonna ride with Trey Murphy, and I would lean the Spurs plus the seven. Next game, Suns Rockets. Uh, not gonna spend too much time talking about this one. I, I would definitely go Suns here. Um, I mean, the the Rockets will randomly have some games where they compete. Um, but you've seen it, man. Back to back games against the Nuggets uh, on the road, and they lost by. 16 and 20. Um, and I, I honestly think the Suns team is a little bit better um, than the, the Nuggets are at home. And, and you see, they're just rolling teams at home. Uh, 21 point win against the Knicks at home, 11 point win against the Warriors at home, 10 point win against the Lakers at home. Uh, kind of snuck by against Detroit, but Detroit's actually been balling. Uh, snuck out a one point win against the Jazz. Go on the road in Sacramento, win a tight one. We took an L there and then just blew out the Bulls where we got a win there too. So this is a team you want to back, right? There's, again, there's teams that you want to back consistently and you you just know, like over the course of the season, probably going to make you money. Suns are one of those teams. 
Um, 12 is a lot. 12 is fatty. But, and funny enough, they actually matched up. We bet the Suns, I want to say 11 and a half or something, uh, earlier on in the season. And it wasn't looking good, and they closed it out late. That was with CP3, though. So uh, lean Suns here, probably not going to get there and play it. Next game, Pacers and Jazz, four and a half point underdogs for the Pacers in Utah. Uh, really tough here today because Tyrese Halliburton is a game-time decision. Uh, this game kick is one of the last games to kick off, kicking off at 7-10. So we really probably won't know till 6-30. Um, and so for me, I, I can't play. If Tyrese Halliburton doesn't play, it changes the complexion of this thing uh, for sure. Tyrese Halliburton is by far the best player on this team. He's the engine of this team. He makes everything go. He's such a high IQ player. He's making just high quality reads every single night. Um, if he does go, I like the assists. Um, but it's really impossible to to know you know what's going to happen here and, and as a result you can't really cap this game let's say he does play i'd probably make this uh jazz minus three and a half um and it's at four and a half so there's some value i think slight value here on the pacers if if hallie does go but there's a reason that's at four and a half right because we don't know if Hallie's gonna go all right last game warriors my warriors against the chicago bulls i locked in the warriors minus seven last night a little concerning um because the Warriors are taking absolutely all of the money. Um, and I did, I do think it moved up to seven and a half at certain points through the night, but it's back down to seven. So I don't, I don't really know what's going on here. I don't know if they took some sharp money here, uh, but the Warriors are just playing a lot better. And it's hard for me to get on them because they are so valued by the books. Books generally are, are going to give the Warriors their respect as much as even, you know, making them a road favorite in a really tough spot. Um, uh, against the Mavs last game, but you look at the Warriors at home recently um, they, they, again, they struggled early on, but, uh, they blasted the Spurs by set, uh, 37, uh, beat the Knicks by 10, beat the Rockets on the road. I guess that's on the road, beat the Clippers by 20 plus at home, beat the Jazz by 11 plus at home. Um, and those are all decent teams, right? Those are not rollover teams. And I, I'd put the Bulls in the same category, right? Like, I, I think the Bulls kind of get propped up by the books, by their names, but like, it's clear that this group of guys, it's flawed. It's absolutely flawed. And you've seen in November, they've had some good performances, right? They beat Boston at home and they beat Milwaukee on the road. And they beat Utah on the road last game, you know, a couple games ago. Other than that, bro, they're not putting very many good performances together, right? They, they've lost to the Pelicans at home when they had a bunch of time off. They lost to the Pelicans on a road with a bunch of time off. They lost to the Nuggets at home. They lost to the Magic at home. They lost to OKC on the road. They uh, they lost to Toronto on the road. They lost to Boston, right? So it's, it's hit or miss with them when they do put it. They are capable, right? Because there are going to be some nights that Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are both hitting. But Zach doesn't look like he's in a great rhythm now. He just doesn't. So right now, the, the difference in basketball that is being played between these two teams is, is really just night and day. And the Warriors are coming off two days off, off of a loss, back at the crib. And they've been rolling teams at the crib, right? So uh, to me, this, this to me lines up as another blowout win. I, I think the Warriors get there by double digits there today. And I, I feel really, really confident in this one. So um, to recap, guys, locked in the Heat plus eight and a half. The Warriors minus seven, Trey Murphy over 15 and a half points um, for all the different reasons that we stated. And then I do have some leans. I, I do have, I'll, I'll state all the leans that are more than baby leans, right? We have our baby leans, but then we have our like, lean leans. And our lean leans are the Hornets plus three and a half, 
it's it's tight, right? It is tight. Um, it's at three right now. I'm probably not going to play three, but if it does bump up to three and a half, I, I think I've got to consider it. Um, Lakers plus the eight and a half. Uh, Raptors plus a half in the first quarter. Um, and the Sixers plus five. Hopefully, you can get that to five and a half as well. And honestly, Pelicans minus seven. Uh, but you know, betting a road favorite at a seven point spread is is tough. So we'll we'll see where we end up getting on there. But that's where I'm at, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Feel really good about today, guys. I, I do. Uh, best of luck to whatever you guys end up playing. I hope we. I hope you cash. I hope we cash. It's just, that's what it's all about, bro. No, someone else making money does not take away money from you. Um, it's just us against the books, man. Us against the books. I love you all. Best of luck to whatever you're doing today. Enjoy your Friday, and uh, we'll be back chilling tomorrow. Let me, let me see how many games we got tomorrow. Ooh, Jamal Murray now listed as questionable. I don't think that changes shit much, but. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We still got a good amount of games tomorrow, baby. We still got a good amount of games tomorrow. And let me look. Yeah, there's some fun games. There's a 9:30 game. Mavs are in uh New York at 9:30. I'll probably like the Knicks in that game, to be honest. All right, guys. I love you guys.